first reading is a reading from the book of Genesis. God put Abraham to the test. He called to Abraham. Abraham, here I am, he replied. Then God said, take your son, your only one, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. There you shall offer him up as a holocaust on a height that I will point out to you. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. Then he reached out and took the knife to slaughter his son. But the Lord's messenger called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Here I am, he answered. Do not lay your hand on that boy, said the messenger. Do not do the least thing to him. I know now how devoted you are to God, since you did not withhold from me your own beloved son. As Abraham looked about, he spied a ram caught in by its horns in the thicket. So he went and took the ram and offered it up as a holocaust in place of his son. Again, the Lord's messenger called to Abraham from heaven and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you acted as you did in not withholding from me your own beloved son, I will bless you abundantly and make your descendants as countless as the stars of the sky and the sands of the seashore. Your descendants shall take possession of the gates of their enemies. And in your descendants, all the nations of the earth shall find blessings. All this because you obeyed my command. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. to hearts broken God in 
second reading is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, if God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for us all, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? Who will bring a charge against God's chosen ones? It is God who acquits us, who will condemn. Christ Jesus, it is who died, or rather was raised, who also is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. Jesus Christ, King of endless glory, the praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of My brothers and sisters, may our Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. Jesus took Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. He was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. And from the cloud came a voice, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly looking around, they no longer saw anyone 
but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to re- he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had been risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. The gospel of the Lord. Good morning. And how are you? Blessed indeed. Today we focus on two sons. We focus on the Son of God and we focus on the Son of Abraham. And again, this is our 20th anniversary of perpetual adoration in our parish. 20 years by God's grace. And in these 20 years, I've always had this picture I bought for the chapel in there. Now, I'm guessing most of you have seen it. You know, if you've been in the Adoration Chapel, over though, even though some of you might have never even been in the Adoration Chapel, but we won't go there. But so if you've been there, when you go over, it's to the right as soon as you walk in the door. Maybe you've noticed it, maybe you haven't. You can sit there and show Tim, take a shot right there with that little thing so they can see it online. And so when you look at this picture, The picture is called uh, God himself will provide the lamb. Now, in the gospel, I mean, the first reading today, (laughs) that line is omitted, but it's in the context, right? So here's Abraham, and Abraham is called by God, and he says to him, Abraham, yes, God, take your son, your only one, the one you love, and offer him to me. And so... Abraham obeys. Now, it says, Paul says, the reason he obeyed is because this was, first of all, the son of the promise. This is what everything depended on was Isaac. Everything. God promised him, your descendants will be great. They will be, you won't be able to count them. And now he asks, now I want you to take him and I want you to give him to me. Okay. Really? Again, we've talked about this recently. You'd all think the person's nuts. So would I. And so here he goes. He goes to take his son. And as he goes to take the life of his son, as he's walking up the hill again, before he gets there, here's his son. Scripture scholars say he was about 33 years old, wasn't a little boy. He could have taken his father. But he goes up and he's walking with the wood and he's walking with the fire. And Isaac says, hey, here's the wood. Here's the fire. Where is the lamb for sacrifice? Hmm. And Abraham says, God himself will provide the lamb. Huh? And so go, he goes to take and offer his son who's a willing sacrifice and kill his son. And God the Father says, don't you dare. And if you put it in the Old Testament only, it's not still a very good thing. But if you put it in the New Testament, What's happening is here is God the Father is saying to Abraham, Abraham, don't you dare give your son to prove your love for me. Abraham, I will give my son to prove my love for you. So again, if you're looking at this, you see there's Abraham with the knife. There's his son. He's going to kill him. And there's Christ on the cross. So what God asked Abraham to do, he himself did. 
So God himself provided the lamb. That's why the first way that John the Baptist introduces Jesus is behold the lamb of God. Now, in the readings today, again he says, this is my son. Listen to him. This is who I'm going to give up for you. If you go to the second reading today, brothers and sisters, if God is for us, who can be against us? Hear this. He who did not spare his own son, but handed him over for all of us, how will he not also give us everything else along with him? You see, people, God can't do anything more than what he's done. He gave us his son. And a lot of people are like, okay, is Mark going to be long today? He gave us his son, not only on the cross, but today here in the Eucharist. Next door, we perpetually have adored him for 20 years. And every time we go in there, there's God the Father with his son in the most blessed sacrament. He says, here, behold the Lamb of God. That God gives everything to prove his love for us. Everything. But do we respond in any way? Again, yesterday I was in Denver and uh, got home to Cleveland last night, 11.30. Got to the hotel at 12.30. Woke up at 5.30 this morning and drove here. And then right after, get in the car and drive to Pittsburgh because I'll be in Orlando all week doing a parish mission. But as I was with these guys, I was there very early and the guys come walking in. There's, it was a center, and the chapel was right there. So you had to walk by the chapel. Doors open, Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament. So I was in there, and I had done a holy hour earlier, but I was doing another holy hour preparing for the day. And so as I'm in there, all these men, leaders, great men, come walking in. Only two spent time with Jesus. Only two. And, of course, I was talking on prayer, so I let them all have it at my talk in my gentle way. Oh, you all love Jesus, don't you? Yes, Father! You're liars. There's Jesus right there. You didn't even genuflect to him. You couldn't even stop in there and be with him. So here's Abraham who's willing to give everything to God. Here's God who's willing to give everything for us. And here's us. Are we willing to give everything? everything. Oh, yes, Father, I'm willing. Good. Do you do a holy hour? No, then you're a liar. That's all. Don't you hate when I'm like this? Because why? Make you feel guilty. Well, if there's nothing to feel guilty about, then there's nothing to feel guilty about. If you're going, God asked for Abraham's son and he was willing to give it to prove his love for God. How do we prove our love for God? He has proved his love for us and he continues to prove it to us every day at Mass, every moment of perpetual adoration. But we must respond and prove to him that we love him. Not just throw him a bone on Sunday. Not just throw him every once in a while to say, you go, I love you. Now don't send me to hell, please. Just if God asked you to give him everything, would you do it? And if he answers, I don't think I'm not there, Father. That's okay. Well, what can you start with? 
What can you start with to give it to Jesus, to prove your love for the Father? So today, God gives us his son. This is my son. Listen to him. He proves that he gave his son for us. What will we do to truly prove that we love him back? Got it? Get it? Going to do it? May each of you know his love today and forever. Amen. Let us stand and let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day. In accordance with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead in a life, in a world to come. Amen.